Hello, welcome to Tracks. I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And it's Thursday. We're here in Brighton at The Great Escape. Hello, Tim. How's it going? Pretty good, thank you. How are you? Bloody, bloody brilliant. You're buzzing. I'm beyond buzzing. This is one of my favourite days of the year. It's finally arrived. I feel like Christmas has come. Santa has brought all his lovely guitar-y goodies, and I can't wait to just shove my face in them. Yeah, he's sprayed <laughs> them all around the town. Sprayed them all around the town. Has he? Yeah. Has he? Is that... I think so. <laughs> is that the imagery you really want to... He's placed them in nice areas around the town lovingly. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> Early doors, you've gone there. I feel sick. <laughs> Apologies to all listeners. Please just stay with us for a little bit longer because we've got some really exciting stuff happening today. Yeah. As previous listeners will know, we're here this weekend at the Great Escape Festival 2018, Brighton's very own independent music festival. For people who either haven't heard about the festival before or haven't joined us for our previous Great Escape voyages, this is our hat trick appearance here. Mm. Um, Can you tell the listeners what they have to look forward to over the next four days? Over the next four days, Brighton becomes the home of new music, new up-and-coming bands and artists, and we are here to cover all of those four days with daily podcasts. Yes, exactly. As far as I'm concerned, there is no place in Europe better than Brighton on this weekend to find all the most exciting things that are happening in new music from all around the world. We've got showcases coming in from, I think, every continent, as far as I can tell. I can ring off three for you. Three continents, go. Not continents, places doing showcases. <laughs> Don't put that on me. Russia. Russia. I've got one. Okay. America. Okay. That's the second continent. And Chile. Three continents. No, that's not a continent. <laughs> no. Russia's not a continent either. No. We've got Europe, we've got North America, we've got South America. Lovely. I think there's an Australian showcase. Yeah. Maybe there's not. Who knows? <laughs> Basically, loads of continents, loads of places, loads of music. Yep. So, people listening at home might not be as familiar as we are with our beautiful hometown. Brighton, it's by the sea. It's not that big. Brighton by the sea. Good old Brighton by the sea, famously. <laughs> um, it's not that big. It's good size. It's a good size. It's like your perfect city size, in my opinion. Walkable, is what I'm going to say. Um, but within it, there are 40 music venues this weekend, which are part of The Great Escape. And even more, which are part of The Alternative Escape. Mm-hmm. All of it coming together to create this wonderful event. I'm led to believe there's more than 400 acts arriving in our fair town. That is a lot. And we've got a lot to bring to you. So, first of all, let's let's talk about our Great Escape experiences. Mm-hmm. Because, for me, I was trying to work out this morning what number this is for me. I think it could be number 10. Okay. It could also be number 9. Okay. Either way, I've been through quite a growth, personally, and also with the festival, because... Since I first came, it's almost unrecognisable in some ways. It's so much bigger. It's now a vast event. The BBC this week have been trailing it as Britain's New Music Festival. Okay. So that that tells you all. This is the one now. Um, whereas before, it was just a, it was just a kind of little, little thing that we used to do in the summer. Um, so tell me about how you how you feel about this festival, Harry. I feel like this festival is very close to my heart. As a Brightoner, you know, we're very proud to kind of have something that represents, yes, it represents all mu- all new music and stuff like that, but it kind of represents Brighton as a city as well. It's yeah. very open yeah. to everybody. Inclusive, and, uh, for very sure. Very inclusive, yeah. I- I'd say this one is probably my seventh or eighth. Uh, I did have a little gap in the middle. Um, but it has definitely got bigger every single year, and arguably this is the biggest, and there's so much going on this year that hasn't maybe in the last couple so yeah Yeah, for sure and we'll be bringing it all in the podcast I think um, certainly in terms of numbers of acts and numbers of punters who are coming this year most there's ever been 
the place just gets flooded. And like you, I feel really proud during this weekend to be from here. I think Brian's got a real um, independent spirit and um, a kind of unique uh, atmosphere amongst the residents here. Mm. And it's so amazing to see all these people come from around the world and just embrace it. The whole city comes to life and it feels like everyone's a Brightonian for the weekend. Exactly. Um, and I, and I, I just love that. It, you know. Well, everybody and anyone does and can get involved in some way. Even if you're not coming here to be a punter, you're not coming here to play, there's little pop-up restaurants, there's little drinks places to find and go to. Every little nook and cranny has something going on in it. Yeah. And you, you, you know, you'd be hard done by to not find something. Yeah, you can just feel the hum of activity, can't you? It's just mm. everywhere you go. And over the years, I've seen, I've seen some amazing bands in the weirdest places. We saw, for example, one that really springs to mind is the Parrots. We saw them yeah. in a little kind of courtyard down the back of a street. So we're almost playing out the back of a garage. Yeah. Is it a shipyard, that one? Yeah, something like that. Um but not, I mean, they were brilliant then, but they've gone on to be kind of one of Spain's finest musical exports of the last five or ten years. You know, this brilliantly energetic, punky kind of garage band. Mm. Um, and, you know, being able to see bands like that, who now, you'd be hard-pressed to get them in a capacity, under a thousand capacity venue, I would think, in the UK. To be able to see them in something so intimate and so kind of unique, that's something that... I think not many other festivals can really offer, but The Great Escape does 100%. Yeah, and that's not even mentioning people like the Charlatans that you saw last year in the Horns, which is, as wow. we talked about, one of the smallest venues. That was a wild, wild experience. Yeah. One of one of the best ever. Although I should just say, a big part of my love for the Charlatans has died a little bit in recent weeks because, I don't know if you've seen, but lead singer Tim Burgess, you know, he's a big inspiration he's to me. He's cut off his hair. He's got a mullet. Has he? He's got a bloody mullet. But your hair is, I mean, not completely, but is largely based on yeah. Tim. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going mullet though. No. Don't I do can't that. do mullet. Um yeah. What are you thinking, Tim? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking, Tim? You said what that am I thinking then, yeah. <laughs> I'm not What Tim. are you thinking, Tim? I'm thinking maybe do the mullet. Um no. No way. No. I don't know how we got there. But we're gonna <laughs> keep on ploughing through. Um so over the next four days well next three days really i keep saying next four days but that's not actually true listeners apologies uh three more days after today we're going to be talking to artists punters whoever we just happen to bump into along the way we're going to be bringing you everything we can from the front line and we're going to be talking to the most exciting people here i think that's fair to say before we get there it is incumbent upon me to say that as you listen to this there's still time to get to brighton and there are still the last few tickets for the festival available. If you're in the vicinity and you have any opportunity to get down here, do. By all accounts, the weather's going to be beautiful. Yep, even if you have to, if, if you can't sort out kind of accommodation, I'm sure the beaches will be happy to have you for four nights. We've all seen Quadrophenia just sleep rough. Yeah. They all sleep rough. Ro- mods and rockers under the pier, they love it. Mods and rockers, yeah. And it's, like you say, the sun's going to be out a little bit. Yeah. So you won't be too cold. It's not going to rain. We know that much. Uh, so... Get down here if you can. Last few tickets are very much available. But if you can't, we're going to be telling you everything that was brilliant and maybe feeling a bit smug that we're here and you're not. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but it is literally, I think for me, my favourite weekend of the year. Yeah. Is it your favourite weekend of the year? Absolutely. Is it everyone's favourite weekend of the year? Yeah. No, I can tell you that categorically that it is everybody's favourite week of the year. Yeah. Is it better than Glastonbury? That's a difficult question, but I sometimes think yes. I think yes. It's essentially very, very similar. Especially as Brighton is, you know, they say, the size of Glastonbury. Mm. There's not too much different. No. Plus you can go and have a shower. Go have a shower. Don't have to wear wellies. It's tarmac Lovely tarmac. (laughs) Love a bit of tarmac. Love a bit of cobbled streets and tarmac. We don't have any cobbled streets, do we? Yeah. Do we? A little bit. Oh, interesting. Go and find the cobbled streets. (laughs) (laughs) So aside from all the little beauties that make this festival what it is, and rest assured, we're going to bring you all the little details. That's what we we revel in. But really, it's all about one thing. What is that, Harry? Fun. (laughs) (laughs) What do you you want me to say? Music. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) (laughs) 
it's about the music, Tim. Of course it's about the music. <laughs> well, hey then. <laughs> yeah. So let's have a little listen to a track by a band who we're super excited to welcome here to Brighton. It's Super Organism. We've played them on the show before. Yeah. We love them. Uh, here's a little bit of Nobody Cares, and we're going to come back the other side of this track with Thursday's best picks, best recommendations of the things you have to be listening to over the next 24 hours. there you have it that was super organism with nobody cares and we're going in to thursday day one of the great escape so listeners we are as we record very much still in our pajamas <laughs> let me say that again <laughs> our gym jams um so big question harry what are you gonna be wearing Oh, it is a big question it's a good question um so i'm people might not know but i kind of reside in centre of Brighton usually during this time because yeah. we're very very busy people you live in me house I'm living in your house man you share me bed <laughs> I'm living in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I've packed a bag with about 17 t-shirts and I've never seen so many t-shirts two pairs of trainers two trousers like too many things yeah absolutely unnecessary I I 
would speculate that you will wear the same pair of trousers every day. No, I've got my other ones and I'm definitely going to wear them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got three shirts that I definitely want. One of them's Kendrick, one of them's Frank Ocean. You're a band t-shirt guy for this weekend. People who aren't that. playing here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm representing... America. America. <laughs> Mainstream America. Needs yeah. a shout out at the greatest game. <laughs> I haven't got any other t-shirts. Um, yeah, I've got some stuff. What are you going to wear, Tim? Um, well, you were making fun of my wardrobe earlier. So I wasn't I making ma- fun of it, actually. I said these are all very nice, but they're lots of dark colours. Yeah, so I imagine I'll be wearing head to toe black all day, every day. Forever. For I am an emo. <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe... I, here's the thing, listeners. And you can all shout out as you're listening at home. Um, I happen to be in possession of what we could call a stark white denim jacket. It's different. It's about as white as it's as they come, right? I mean, it sticks out like a sore thumb in that lot. So yeah, it really does. The most beautiful sore thumb I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, a little bit of Maccabees will always stay with us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I might rock a white denim jacket on one evening. Really? You're going to go for that? I'm fully I'm fully in support of that. Yeah. Although we all know that I'll dribble a bit of beer down it and just be like, oh. No, you won't. You'll be like, fuck. <laughs> That's what you'll be like. Yeah, that is exactly what I'm like. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll rock that, but basically all black, all day, every day. That's the plan. Nice. That was a good segment. <laughs> <laughs> now on to some music. Uh, we're going to do three picks from today's uh, schedule. Yeah. Can you give us your first? I can indeed. And my first leads me on to one of the new entries of uh, Great Escape this year. And when I say new entry, I mean a new venue, which is getting everybody very, very excited. Uh, so the band that I'm picking first, Tim, is Snail Mail. They're playing on Thursday at Beach Club at 6.30pm. A very big favourite of ours. Baltimore's finest. Baltimore's finest, apart from Adnan Syed. Oh, shout out Adnan. <laughs> is he free yet? I don't know. No, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Hurry up. Um, yeah, we played them on, them on the podcast for many, many times now. Yeah. Uh, we're huge fans and she's going to be down in Brighton and I can't wait to see her but uh, it's at Beach Club which is this new place in on the seafront it's literally on the beach I, funnily enough my granddad's flat overlooks uh, the location of this and he's kind of fourth floor so I was in there only yesterday um, peering out the window and I was very excited to see it it's kind of hard to tell exactly what it's going to feel like on the ground because there's a lot of tents down there but it looks big it looks okay. exciting, it looks new, and it looks really near the sea. It looks like the kind of place where, and I advise you not to do this because there's so much out there, it looks like the kind of place where some people might reside for like the whole week. Yeah. It looks like there's, because there's four or five stages there, there's there's going to be a lot going on, yeah. and it's in possibly one of the nicest parts of Brian. It also looks like the kind of place I might put a pebble in your drink when you're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do that just for the laughs. <laughs> what a moment it'll the be. The laughs that will... Come after. Um, Tim, if you had to describe Snail Mail in four words, what are you going for? They are really, really... Oh. No. <laughs> That's fine. They're really good. They are really good. They are really, really... <laughs> that would be awful. Snail Mail in Brighton. They are really, really... It's early in the morning, listeners. I don't know how to count. Um, but if I had to describe them... Give me, give me four adjectives. I don't know what an adjective is. <laughs> you do <know> I... <laughs> Describing words. Oh, there's a reason we work in music, listeners. Describing words. Are they? I think. Okay. Give me four describing words. Um, because we're three. Uh, intelligent. Right. Uh, articulate. Yep. Introspective. Can the last one be two? Sort of. Yes. Like darkly funny, like dark humour. I don't know what one word version of that is. Doomer doomer absolute doomers right well then let's find out if you are correct with snowmail's new single let's find out
we go, that was Let's Find Out. I will repeat again in case you did not hear. Uh, they're playing at Beach Club at uh, 6.30pm till 7 on the Thursday today. Go and check them out, please. Tim, what is your pick of the day? So, so much selection, it's kind of hard to choose one pick of the day, but I'm going to start very, very local. I'm going to London, and I'm going for a band called Sorry, who, I can't quite remember why, but once upon a time we recorded an episode, and they were my musical highlight of the week. And that episode never saw the light of day. Did it not? No, something happened. And basically, they never kind of regained their position as musical highlight of the week. But they really should have done, because there's a certain track by them called Too Down to Dance, which I absolutely love. Um, It's got that kind of thing that we often latch onto, where you're singing along to it, and um, there's just something that's humour... There's just something that's humorous about it, and something that feels a little bit off-key. And basically what I'm saying is that it just sticks in your mind. So we both do this thing where we'll sing it, and it's like, too down to dance, too depressed for... Romance. Yeah. Romance doesn't really rhyme with dance, the way they pronounce it, but they somehow make it work. And it's just kind of a cool start to this. What is a kind of... You know, the band are called Sorry... The song is called Two Down to Dance. It's all feeling a little bit depressing, and it's quite a heavy tune, but somehow there's something that lifts it and makes it feel kind of um, jovial in a bizarre way for quite a dark song. Um, I absolutely love that track, and although I haven't heard a huge amount of their other stuff, because there hasn't been a huge amount online, I think there's maybe four songs on Spotify, all of which I think are really good, although Two Down to Dance is definitely the pick of the bunch. Um, I really, really can't wait to go and just check out a bit more about them. I think um, with The Great Escape, often you'll go through like the playlist on Spotify of everyone who's playing pretty much, or you'll try to. Have you done it this year? I have indeed. It's saved. but listened to it for a week or so now. Yeah, so often you'll find these bands where you only really know one song and you think, that's great, I'm going to go and check them out and see everything else, but I've only got this one touch point. That is, to some extent, what's already going to be to me, although I'm a little bit more involved in their stuff but I can't wait to see them and I think it's going to be one of the highlights of Thursday and also Friday because they've got two shows so Thursday they're playing 6.15 to 6.45 at Coalition which is a classic Great Escape venue I've, I remember seeing Glass Animals for the first time there way before even I think their first single came out wow. but for sure at least a year before the first album came out and they were absolutely sick then they were so so good so I always really like going to check out gigs there and then Friday they're playing The Haunt between 12.30 and 1am. So that's a real late night slot for them, which will also be really cool. Um, So yeah, sorry, big, big fans. And here is the song I've been banging on about. It's Too Down to Dance. Too down to dance Too depressed for romance Clichés cloud your dreams Clichés cloud your cream Too space, too quiet Decent night, stay in bed and cry, and cry, and cry Uptight Constantly, you take everything you want from me You can never do anything wrong to me But you may never been too good to me Too good for me, 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 too good to me
So there you have it. That was Sorry with Two Down to Dance. Harry, pick number two for Thursday. Pick number two for Thursday is a biggie and somebody I don't believe you know that well, uh, but I'm a really big fan of and I'd love to go and see him, Tim. And hopefully we can go and see him at 10.15 to 10.45pm at The Arch. The Arch, down by Coalition. We're talking a very seafront venue right on that promenade. Keeping down at the sea. Yeah. Oh, I do like to be beside the seaside. I do like to be beside the sea. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for finishing. That was a real... um, I feel like you were kind of like lifting up your petticoat a little bit. That was a very... (laughs) (laughs) That was a bit... So, Puma Blue, South London, relatively close. Uh, South. South London. Uh, Jacob Allen, absolutely ridiculously talented man. Uh, If you don't know Puma Blue, which I know you don't, I don't. I'm it's okay, a bit good. of a blank look for me over here. I'm afraid. I think kind of bedroomy R and B, soulful, um, like roaring, haunting falsetto vocals. Wow. Uh, he's really making a bit of a buzz at the moment, and I'm yet to see this guy live. For he is half man, half bee. <laughs> Pure bee. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's like I, I saw him like a year ago, or I'd heard about him about a year ago, and I think there wasn't much going on around him, and I think I'd even attempted to like get in contact. Um, Ari, my job thing, but less of that. Were you stung by the rejection? I was. Uh, no, he actually said he <laughs> so, loved me and wish he could. He was actually a bit too much. Yeah. Like he was really full on with me, so I had to just pump him off a little bit. I was just trying to keep the bee puns going. No, but... that didn't actually happen. Oh, I'm just, no. I was stung that much yeah. that I have to make up these lies. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I say, playing at the Arch, I don't remember having seen a gig at the Arch. I definitely have. I've seen a few. Good. <laughs> because it used to have a different name, but um, is why I suddenly stalled then. I can't remember what it used to be called. Digital? No, digital's still there. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know these things. I'm getting old, listeners. Well, well once we're there, I'll remember if I'll be yeah. here or not. But I, I actually think I, love him. I think I saw Darwin D's there once. Oh, I would have loved that. Yeah. I feel like if I ever went early on, you never were, were, were there. Because there's this famous thing about us seeing white denim and none of you remember me being there, which is so annoying. Because you weren't there. <laughs> I absolutely was. I, rem- I even remember a little story that happened and I told somebody and they were like, how do you know? I was like, because I was there. <laughs> which is really, you know, bodes well for me. Nah, you um, <laughs> I'm going to play a track, which I think is beautiful. A little bit explicit. Oh. It's called Soft Porn. Oh, no. I'm going to play it and you're going to love it. Go and see him. Yeah. 
So there we go. That was Soft Porn by Puma Blue. Tim, what are you bringing to us next? So next is a bit of a different one. Something that I've never experienced at The Great Escape before. But I'm, I was really excited to see on the schedule. At Patterns, at three o'clock today, we've got one of the most legendary musicians British music has ever produced. I'm talking about Sir Johnny of Marrington. Uh, Johnny Marr, of course. Thank Smith's you for clearing that up. Guitarist and, you know member of a million bands afterwards um he's a hero of mine really but he's not playing a gig he's in conversation i don't know what that's going to really consist of apart from him having a conversation well, with that's someone going to be a room of people watching him have a conversation with another person sounds brilliant mm-hmm. um and i i don't know if this is like a new addition to the great escape schedule this year or it just happens to be that johnny marr was around and was happy to sit down and have a chat on the app there's basically no information about this whatsoever but Okay, well, I've got a question. Let's I'm probably say not going to be able to answer it for you. It's not... You will. Okay. Let's say that it's a question and answering thing. What's the one thing you'd want to ask him? Um, well, I would probably go nerdy, to be fair. I'd I'd go something Smithsy, and he probably wouldn't like it that much. He'd think, oh, I've been asked all these questions a million times. Mm. But there are certain little You're things... You're going to get back together, sir. No, I would never, <laughs> I would never ask that, because <laughs> just no. But something like... Um, when Morrissey came back with the lyrics to Frankly Mr Shankly, really, what what did you think? And was there a moment where you thought, I'm not letting him make this the words to this song? Um, something like that. I'd probably go nerdy. Or, I think you get a good answer with that. Or have you ever thought about changing your haircut in the last 30 years? <laughs> because it's very samey now, Johnny. <laughs> I think you're going to keep that thing for another 30 years. So. No way. We're going to get a mallet soon. <laughs> no, there's a Billy Bragg lyric where it's something like um, he's trapped in a haircut that he no longer believes in. And there are moments where I feel like that. So who knows? What's up next? Mohawk. <laughs> oh, no. Hudson. Hudson Mohawk? Hudson, I've gone for. <laughs> Hudson Mohawk? Uh, either that or um, Dreads. That's I what's can next. see with Dreads. Yeah. You'd suit the scene, mate. I'm an absolute scene star. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I think I just think that would be fascinating to see, one, what Johnny's got to say, but two, bring a new aspect to The Great Escape. I, as, it, as it grows and grows, I, you know, one of the great things about Glastonbury that we've compared this to earlier is that there's all manner of stuff. It's an arts festival as much as a music festival. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's the direction that The Great Escape's ever going to go into. Of course, it's always going to be based around new music, but I like the idea that we could have some legends down here coming and just um, kind of sharing a thing or two with us. Yeah. I think that's kind of beautiful. Um, So I'm going to play... What am I going to play? Do you know what? It's a bit of an obvious choice, I suppose. You can probably guess what I'm going to play, but he made an album with The Cribs, and I really, really loved it. It was called In the Belly of the Brazen Bull, and there's a song on it called We Share the Same Skies, which... It's just a classic for me. It's one of my favourite Crib songs, um, and I think he really shines in it. So I'm going to play it. Nice one. Here it is. Boosh.
was the Cribs. Harry, pick number three. <laughs> uh, pick number three is another person I'm very, very excited about. And that is Yellow Days, who is playing twice over the course of the festival. But first, 11pm uh, at the Arch again. The Arch is going to get hit up. Have I said the artist yet, Tim? You said Yellow Days. Good, because I forgot. <laughs> uh, then they're playing at the East Wing Brighton Centre, Friday. Is I believe that's the Wagner Hall, Louis. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, is it? I don't know, it's down by there. Well, that's called Wagner Hall, I think. Oh, okay, it's probably not that then. But I don't, I didn't, I've never heard, uh, I've never been to a Brighton Centre gig. No. East Wing. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Very. Let's go to that. Yeah, let's at least pop in and see what's what's happening. But let's Bright- definitely go to the Thursday Because for one. people who don't know Brighton, the Brighton Centre is the biggest venue we have here. It's probably about 15,000 capacity, something like that. 15,000? 10,000. 5,000. <laughs> 200. Uh, it's not 15,000, but... I mean, who knows? I don't I know. I think it could be like that. Maybe. I think it's pretty big. I looked at you as if I knew the figures, and then I'm here. Let's say I'm in the figures. Yeah, let's meet in the middle. Anyway, it's big. It's much bigger than anything else we've got on offer. Um, but what a wing of it looks like. Who knows? Yeah. Well, definitely, let's go and find out anyway. Fascinating. Um, but I definitely want to go and see him on the Thursday, because it's at the Arch, and I think we're possibly going to be there anyway. And I think he is absolutely superb. Um, I first heard of Yellow Days on the trailer for Atlanta, Series 2. And I thought, oh, this sounds like a, an old classic. Like, I'm really a fan of this. Turns out he's just some, like, 18-year-old kid. I yeah. mean, he was once. I think he's now 21. I uh, think he's still but... younger than that. For I emailed him this week, and I was reading some bios to make sure I put in the right compliments. Well... Um, I know for sure that there was a... Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, well, I know. Something said 17-year-old kid, and it was written like three years ago. Oh. So, well, my dad's bigger than your dad. Another so. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat your dad up, mate. <laughs> um, who, whatever age he is, he's young, and he's the supremely talented. Yeah. Um, a very soulful, gravelly tone to his voice that really just reeks of pain but in such a beautiful way and he's got some incredible songs that seem like they're classics when they are only but years old and uh, I cannot wait to see how he fills a room with that kind of voice Um, so yeah I'm going to play a track by him and I'm going to go with Gap in the Clouds Tim nice nice one here we go it's Gap in the Clouds by Yellow Days
there we go. That was Gap in the Cloud. Tim, what are you going to end this episode with? I'm going to end it with, I think, the kind of band that I, I associate so much with this kind of festival. I remember a number of years ago seeing Fat White Family for the first time ever in, I think it was in Latest Music Bar. But I can't, mm. I can't quite remember what the venue was, but it was really small and really sweaty and they were unbelievably loud and just so much guitar and so much bass and it just like kind of knocked your head off but in a brilliant way and you just came out dripping with sweat thinking, I don't know, I'm going to get through the rest of the day. But that was the best thing ever. You kind of need bands with that energy sometimes at The Great Escape and there's a band at the moment called Idols who are getting quite a lot of airplay and quite a lot of hype and I'm really, really into. Partly because, as you know, I quite like to get up on my soapbox. I like a little political debate. I'm a bit opinionated, and so are idols. A lot of their lyrical content is really quite um, pointed, and I love that about them. Um, they played at the Maccabees show that we went to, didn't they? They did indeed, yeah, a while ago, and they've they've changed quite a lot since then, I feel like. My really? memory of them then isn't quite what uh, this year's album, Brutalism, felt like. Um, but I really, really, really love them. Um the song I'm going to play is called Mother and I'm going to play it because I think the the chorus is just great it says the best way to scare a Tory is to read and get rich and you know me I want to scare Tories um, <laughs> I, I just think I just think they're great and I, I can't wait to go and watch them and get sweaty nice um, where is it? it's at the beach club it's at 10 o'clock tonight and I think that is going to be one rammed because they're really really bringing quite a lot of hype at the moment but in a great way um, and two just a moment just a real moment I think they could be ones that in two years time we look back at and think god we saw them at that tiny place Mm. and now let's make sure that happens now they're playing somewhere a bit bigger I think that's going to be what happens (laughs) we saw them playing in a smaller place than they are now (laughs) (laughs) can you believe it (laughs) Um, but yeah I love them and I think this is a perfect song to end our Thursday on and get out there in the world we've got a few interviews coming up today haven't we ooh we do how are you feeling good (laughs) <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> can we run away we'll try uh, yeah we we'll will. come back to him we love it we'll at least walk around the block uh, <laughs> but we'll get there eventually um, so we will see you tomorrow yeah listeners I hope those of you who are here at the Great Escape with us uh, have the most wonderful day if you see us say hello please do please do we like a bit of recognition we are that ego driven we'll be wearing black <laughs> yeah pink. we will we'll be wearing it all we're wearing loads and loads and loads of clothes. You see someone with four hats on, that's me. Um, but until then, this is Idols with Mother. Have a lovely day. You too. <laughs> Not me, them. I won't put that in. My mother worked 15 hours, five days a week. My mother worked 16 hours, six days a week. My mother worked 17 hours, seven days a week. The best way to scare a toy is to read and get rich The best way to scare a toy is to read and get rich The best way to scare a toy is to read and get rich I don't know
sexual violence doesn't start and end with rape It starts in our books and behind our school gates Men are scared, women will 